tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, that was a weird part of my word to come into. Hey, guys, we're here at AfterBuzz doing another recap for How to Get Away with Murder. It is episode eight. He has a wife. Oh, no. I'm your host, Stepsy. He is married. He's just, he's a mess, that guy. Um, I'm Stepsy. Tonight on the panel, we've got the lovely... Hey, guys. Jillian Leff. I'm finally back and so excited to break down the episode. Yeah, yes. welcome back. Um, J.B. Zimmerman here. Oh, yeah. Guys, we love this show. First off, we want to say thank you guys for watching. Thank you for your comments. Uh, we love breaking down this show. It takes us everywhere. Also, just so you guys know, if you do want to call in to give your opinion on something that we're talking about, right now we're actually live if you're watching on AfterBuzz. The number is 424-253-0504. We'd love to have some of your comments as well. We think it's really fun for you guys to interact. So let's get into the episode. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so tonight we're going to start off with the case. And it's, well, first, the, before we start, start, we want to make note, Jillian brought up a really good point tonight, that this was the first episode that didn't start at the bonfire. I know, we're finally caught up in the timeline. Yeah, so even though we're still kind of flashing back to when Lila is still alive... We're yeah, kind of present. Close. It is. It, it, it we're is getting, the day. We're at getting least. right yeah. there. We're getting there. So that was something that we wanted to point out. And um, let's talk about this case. So we can talk about this case and get that out of the way, and then we can, you know, just go on with our theories and stuff. And I wanted to also note that last week there was no case that paralleled the Lila and Sam. So I don't know if that was intentional or not, or why. Do you guys think that was intentional? Because we, uh, we so, I mean, there was kind of a lot going on. It was sort of focused on the case of Lila. So yeah. I think they just had too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, the show's too great for it not to be intentional, but why do you think? Do you think just because, because all that stuff's still going on, but yet we had, you know, the Gretchen Thomas case this time? You know, I think the Gretchen Thomas case was used as a tool, as we saw in the end, and I, I hate to jump forward, but, you know, obviously Annalise is dealing with her own husband's issues right now. Right. And the clincher of the case right. was her saying, there, you know, you're going to thank me later for throwing your husband in jail because he's a bad person. Yep. And it's like, you know, kind of like learn your own lesson. I mean, right. what, when is she going to figure out? She's obviously scheming at this point, but I think that the case, you know, we, we learned a lot about Lila's case last week. And I think that this case was just sort of adding to this episode. I did think it was a little bit unnecessary. I, I would have rather just heard more about the characters and the story. I know that Steph and I were a little disappointed that we didn't find out who killed Sam, but now we get that since the winter finale is next week, obviously they need a big bang to end it. Yeah. I agree with you. I do... 
I feel like there's something between Annalise not being able to fully express her her feelings first person, so to speak, that she has to express them through a case that's going on. Because there's been parallels in, in a lot of different cases. So maybe that's why this case, and this is a crazy case. So a crazy case. So Gretchen, who was the wife, uh, what was the husband's name? Do we know? The dad's name? The dad's name. Yeah, I actually didn't. I didn't. I just guessed Mr. Thomas. Um, (laughs) He, so she's been taking these sleeping pills. And we all know, I'm sure we've all heard that a lot of people do crazy things on some of these sleeping pills that they're out there, which is really dangerous. But I guess, you know, I'm, I'm not a narcolept. Like, I don't know if, or insomniac. I don't know if... You know, people, this is the only answer to people taking or, or they don't sleep. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I mean, that's like, why they prescribe them because right, of, but of it, that chance. But there's also, you know, it's an extreme prescription is what I'm trying to say. Like, this is clearly they know these side effects exist, but yet this is the only option they have in order to sleep. So I feel right. like that's kind of a dangerous environment to, to begin with. Well, well, they talked about it. You know, her her mother was saying how she's dependent on the drug and how if she just would calm down and sort of stop. I mean, we saw in the beginning of the episode when she was planning a party for her daughter, yet she was being tried for murder. You know, this woman is a little bit nutty. To say the least. Perhaps too much. She's a a little bit more than just high strung, I think. (laughs) Yeah. I do like how they sort of rode that whole thing of the drugs being like too much and how crazy they can get but in the end it really wasn't it, it was just the side effects of mixing alcohol in there makes her sleep more heavily or kill Wait. people well no i mean she did just kidding <laughs> exactly i mean it was sort of like that whole ruse of it being untrue it was kind of dispelling those rumors that it, it is that crazy i mean granted you can if you take too much, like it, it is dangerous, and that's why they prescribe things like that. But. I, yeah, I understand what you're saying, and you know we see that. I mean, could you just imagine? Like, could you imagine literally waking up and not understanding whether or not you killed somebody, and then taking the actions to clean it up? Like, I just can't right. fathom. What I mean, that that, would that be is like. like the worst reality to wake up to. I mean, right? In, in talk like memento, the kind of thing where you don't know what you did. I, right, is just the biggest nightmare you yeah. could possibly wake up. And with. I think the reason why we see the the scene that we do see about her with the daughter's party is we see how scattered she is, so to speak and how Aunt, she's focused on this thing because she doesn't want to deal with this thing. So that, you know, all leads to her not taking the stand, which, thank God, that didn't happen. Because, you know, who knows what she would have set up on the stand. Right. I think that they really had no chance uh, of a case. And, you know, Annalise was okay with her family members. You know, that was the lesson that they were learning in court this week, you know, to, to put the family members on the stand and how you need to basically train them to answer when the defense is going to be questioning them. And I appreciated the case. I liked the twist in the end. Um, Definitely. I mean, I I thought it was a uh, breath of fresh air. I I like that they introduced a new case again. I was kind of worried that the last few episodes would just kind of 
focus draw, on. Well, if, if it, w- there wasn't anything new, I think it would just draw everything out too long. You know, I hate when episodes and shows do that. Like, they just draw out the tension so much, and it's like, then we don't really get anything from an episode, just kind of, like, prolonging it. Like, right. instead of, eight, it could have been eight episodes instead of ten. Well, the cases do have purpose, and like I said before, you know, with the, the ending of this case, it definitely served a purpose for Annalise's character, but it also served a purpose for Annalise and Bonnie's relationship because this was the first time that we've really seen Annalise lash out at Bonnie um, right. in this case. And it's funny, while you guys are talking, I wonder if it, this is foreshadowing um, in its own way that Annalise is going to have to take the stand against Sam. I mean, it's. Uh, I would say it's a possibility. Yeah, right? I would say that's, it's a possibility. I was no, just definitely. like, that's I mean, what's going to happen. Anyway, we'll get. I also there. think Bonnie's gonna have, gonna be involved in that. Yeah, whole I think it's gonna too. be a, like this was foreshadowing that who all like all the students, um, Wes. Anyway, we'll get to that. So even so, we do see in the questioning all the family members, each person kind of gets a different person to talk to. We hear from the grandma. There's some weird stuff that she says about mm-hmm. her stuff. We hear from the son. And again, it's, I felt when we were watching that, I felt like the son, I don't know if I felt like Connor was going to hit on the son, but I felt like something was going on there, which clearly Annalise comes back and lashes out at Connor that he can't get any evidence unless he screws it out of people. But I, I like, I appreciate this episode that it wasn't just one person. They each sort of took a piece. So Connor found out that this kid had, you know, whatever nasty, Thing that he picked up from Elka. Right. And then Michaela was the one that found out the medicine and delivered right. the message to Bonnie, who then delivered it to Annalise. Because as we know, we find out Bonnie's function, which is to let Annalise know what is coming. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah I do yeah. like how everything was a lot more evenly spaced with, with the characters. Like, mm-hmm. everybody sort of got the same screen time. We had Franken... Um, Laurel. Uh, we had Laurel. Laurel's time. We had Bonnie and Asher. We had, uh, you know, Connor, Michaela. Like, everybody sort of got, like, a, a minute. Um, so that yeah. was nice. It, it was kind of a break from the previous formats of focusing more on one character. Yeah, and I wonder why. I wonder if they're really just trying to show us because they know everyone's curiosity is at its peak right now. So they want to show us a little bit more of each character. They, like, they want to tease us with these characters. Right. Especially, um, well, before we get there, let's finish up with the case. So I think that, you know, the finding of Michaela and using her background and, and figuring out that this same STD that the son has, that he tells Connor the dad had it as well, so we figure out that the dad is also sleeping with the nanny, and therefore he he, yeah, he has motive, and he kills the nanny, and then just pins it on the wife, who he got sauced up that night in lieu of her celebration, but he had it all planned out. Yeah, I mean, he knew, he knew that she was all about cleaning it up. Crazy. Right. No, I mean, that whole moment was so crazy, jarring to me just because, I mean, later it sort of settled in how aggressive she was. I mean, she tore through that family without a problem. But earlier in the episode, Annalise, right. um, early in the episode, she was telling Wes, you know, all these things to kind of protect her own. So it was an interesting dynamic where in one way she did pretty much everything she could to protect 
her husband. I mean, short of telling Wes, maybe she shouldn't have done that. But oh, see, I think she told Wes on one hundred percent purpose, knowing yeah. that he would one hundred percent run and tell Rebecca. Yeah, absolutely. It's all strategic. With it's her, man. way too yeah. dialed. For well, no, I mean, they so definitely talk shady. about that. It's getting so. It's shady. getting. But I also think that she's foreshadowing what's going to happen to her, her family. I mean, we, clearly we know Sam dies, so we know something. Right. You know, like we already know what's. And I, I wonder too. Sometimes I'm like, well, what a, if there wasn't all the foreshadowing and stuff? Like, if we didn't know Sam was going to die and then he just died, would that be a huge twist in itself? You know, like do more, we do we like that we know he died, or do I, we wit? You know, like it could have came out of the blue too. I don't know. I don't know how it would shake out if it was like that. I well, like that we um, like, found out that he died. I mean, it was so different. Like to to yeah. know the end, sort of like Tarantino style, right? Before yeah. we find out what the story, like that keeps me coming back because I know it's like, how did we get here? I mean, right. it's. it's- it's a who done it, and I love that. Yeah. And, and we we haven't had a show like that in so long. And I think that it's great that we're searching for this killer. And I'm also sort of intrigued because when Sam got together with Annalise, she was sort of a broken woman. So what is his death going to do to her? Is she going to thrive with losing this man who she believes is is this this guilty person? Is he actually responsible for murdering Lila? If he's not. You know, is she going to thrive? Is she going to kill him? Well, we don't I, know. I don't know. We don't know. Don't well, that's know. the craziest thing. It, does he die before it gets out? Like, will it get out whole, all her dirty laundry with him, the whole, like, um, connection with the affair, both of their affairs? I mean, it's yeah, so let, messy. Like, is us, that the lesser of two equals? But let us never forget that Annalise is guilty of an affair, too. So if, okay, so obviously it's a bigger deal because Sam got this girl pregnant and it was one of his students and this is not the first time it happened, but Annalise had an affair with Nate. But is it a bigger deal? If Annalise had unprotected sex with Nate and Nate just got lucky and Nate and Annalise just got lucky or she mentions in this episode that this dead student is more of a woman than her, can she not get pregnant? Didn't we? Didn't we touch on that in one of these episodes a long time ago? I feel like didn't they get, suffer miscarriages? And something that was, yeah. like that. So, so is that really? Is it worse? Be, I mean, yes, it's worse that Lila was pregnant and Sam got her pregnant. But if Nate was having, if they were both cheating and both having unprotected sex, the fact that she couldn't get pregnant and Layla could, like, is that really make it that? Sam is worse. Well, I don't think it's don't a know. matter of of I think what's that's worse. It's yeah. just both bad. I think it's both the worst thing that could happen to them. Like the last thing Sam wants is a trail that leads back to his affair. The last thing that Annalise wants is the ability like not to have have children. But also it's right. a huge blow to Annalise because as a woman, I know that, you know, I know people that cannot have kids and right. it's really hard for them when they see people and especially, you know, when Annalise was talking to Sam this time, she said, "What did you have sex with her seven times?" Right. In seven times, you 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 got her pregnant. That's you, why you took her virginity. Yeah. Like seven you times. You took her virginity right. and got her pregnant. All a double whammy. Oh, that yeah. scene was so <laughs> crazy too. I mean, right right after that, she said, "Like, is this what happens? Like, is this what I deserve to be uh, like sad and barren for sleeping with someone's husband?" And it was interesting she told Sam that because he obviously believes the, it's she's referring to Lila, but I think she was talking about herself. Sleeping with Nate, and that's why she's 
sad from from this whole thing and can't have kids like she her life is destroyed basically i don't think she's thinking about need i think she's thinking about that she was sleeping with sam when sam was married before so she's saying is this kind of like oh okay that's what she was saying is this kind of my um karma for sleeping with a married man so now this is what i get i feel like that's where she was going with that i mean yeah either way yeah yeah um so again lots going on in this episode i know we like to jump around we just get so excited it's all fresh in our mind well listen i mean if you wanted to watch a recap uh, uh, you know, scene by scene. Just watch the episode again. We want to talk about. We're, we're, we're like, I mean, sorry, JB, but like, we're fangirls. Like, totally. we yeah. we have been thinking about fan, this he's all. A fanboy. He's a fanboy. <laughs> well, yeah. We've been I'm, thinking about this all week. And listen, we urge you to comment on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Also, give us five stars on iTunes. Comment there. We do right. check everything, and and we really love the fandom that this show has followed. Yeah. And I'm actually going to be really butthurt when the winter finale <laughs> happens next week. Because what am I going to do on Thursday? I'm going to be we're so gonna, bored. We're yeah, going to talk about we're who gonna kill her. We're going to go yeah. drink. Oh. We're going to go. Yeah, we're going to have a Thursday night <laughs> little party. Um, but yeah, we do love your comments, questions, good, bad, your theories, whatever you're thinking. Just put them down there. We love the interaction. All right, so let's talk about some of the relationships that are mm-hmm. happening in the show. Sure. Let's start with Michaela and Aiden's relationship in the prenup. What do you guys think about that whole interaction with the future mother-in-law, which may be the ex-future mother-in-law? Okay. We found I out a little bit a about fan. we found out a little about Michaela's past. Yes. What did she say? A bot backwoods swamp bayou. So clearly Michaela is not, you know, she seems very uppity. And and we think that, but that was surprising to learn that she came sort of from nothing because she seems very like well to do, like from as if she was from a good family. Maybe right. she just. And I, I totally agree with you because she remember that comment she made about the dress, mm-hmm. um, and it makes me wonder if she came from such a bad place or whatever you yeah, want to call she it. Yeah, how'd she get so materialistic? How'd she get so materialistic? Exactly. But maybe we were looking at it the wrong way, you know, because I know a lot of people that maybe didn't have money and now do, and everything that they have that is designer, they now treasure. So maybe it was something well, like, I, this is my money and this is my dress and I earned this. Well, not we only that, know. you know what I find? I find in, in life... The people that have a lot of money don't need to be showy with it. Mm-hmm. It's the people that are on the cusp yeah. or that want to hide a past that need to be the name droppy, the show. I find that with fame, with everything like that. So I feel like maybe she is so like that because she ha- she doesn't want any... Clearly, she doesn't want anyone to know where she comes from. And clearly, none of the other people yeah. in, on the show think she comes from that. So I feel like she's definitely trying to suppress and hide something. And in her mind, maybe growing up, she wasn't... She would never think she would have nice things. So that's what she is like, this is what's important, which is terrible. But I feel like that's something that's going on there. But it also can't be that bad because remember Aiden wants to be a politician and you know that politicians things get dug up in the oh, past. Oh, absolutely. That's why I, the first thing I thought about was his relationship with Connor. Like if he, he does want to go into right. politics, like that's 100% something that could come up. Just because they are crazy in that whole world. Like they Is that going to be Michaela's anything. leverage to not sign the prenup? To not sign the prenup? That she's going to tell the mom? Well, then I'm going to tell everyone that your son had a uh, gay relationship? Wait. She definitely... I mean, I... Is that my baby? <laughs> Good call. I mean, that's... <laughs> 
kind of the only play that I can see working. I mean, she's, That's the only she got leverage completely she's got. owned by Aiden's mom, or yeah. Andy's mom. And I Andy. kept Aiden. thinking, Aiden? Aiden, I kept thinking that Michaela and Connor were going to hook up. That was like, not kept thinking. In the beginning, remember I said that at one point, and clearly not. I don't know that Connor sleeps with women, but... Maybe she's gonna ask Connor for some details or or whatever to right. try and because maybe Aiden will deny it and she'll be like Connor, I need the details because this or I don't know. I feel like she and Connor are gonna have some bond because of this and it's gonna help. Maybe I don't know, or maybe we'll just never hear from them again. Well, we have to remember in the timeline of sorts. So she sits down and has dinner with Aiden's mother the night of the bonfire. So remember back to the flash forwards. She loses her ring when they are um, burning Sam's body. Right? At the same time, Aiden is feverishly calling her on her cell phone. At the same time, she went to smack... Okay, the mom couldn't have grabbed the ring. Because no. the ring was on the left. I'm like, did the mom grab the ring? Well, I also, yeah. thought, I also thought when Michaela went to Asher's apartment, maybe the ring fell off there. But it wasn't... Oh, we're going to have to rewatch and see that. I don't know. I, I really didn't look at her hand. It, it's it's no. so quick. Like, you guys know this show. I, I feel like we it. see the ring in the scene when they're all at Annalise's. Yeah. But she clearly goes to Connor's house to, you know, still on Michaela. She clearly, after this meeting with Mrs. Walker... Goes is feeling insecure. Is feeling like she needs something to be. Goes to Asher's house. She, uh, that's what I mean. Yeah. She goes to Asher's house and doesn't even play it off well. She goes to Asher's house and like, aren't you giving me a drink? Takes trophy and leaves. Like, stay a minute. Give the boy a drink. Do something. I thought yeah, they were going to. He doesn't even up. get it. Like, he doesn't even realize it's fine. Yeah, he's just Asher. He's weird. He's man. adorable. I love him. I love his weirdness. He's yeah. like so macho in this, and then he's such a goofball. <laughs> such a goofball. I do love it. Yeah, um, he puts the polar opposite character that he does on Orange is the new black, which is great to see such yeah. a, a different, like, it's actually acting props. That's he's great. So, he's yeah. so serious on Orange is the New Black. Anyway, we are done talking about Michaela. Yeah, okay, let's move on. Let's move to Frank and Laurel. Ugh, I'm over them. <laughs> Sorry, I had to be real. Frank has a very hot girlfriend. I don't know yeah. how he <laughs> keeps that happening. There is, Considering um, he's, like, cheating on her all the time. And she that knows. she knows about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that scene was kind of amazing. Which one? The one where they were on his floor? Yeah, I was. Um, I was kind of amazed. I mean, we see them having sex in the car, and again, I felt like not only last week when we saw them first make out that this week I, I have this like where's Bonnie's head gonna pop out like they're gonna be <laughs> yeah, caught just, uh, in the window just yeah <laughs> like, like something like ding 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 with a flashlight Bonnie what's going on in there but they don't get caught so I feel like for me I was waiting for them to get caught by Bonnie I was never in my wildest dreams waiting for them to get caught by Frank's girlfriend but like Frank is just a scumbag. Like, taking the photo on her cell phone and adding it to his contact so when he calls her, you know, the, but you the can't naked do photo. That. It's just like... Like, I can't add my own picture on your on your phone so that when I call you, it comes up. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you just take a picture with her phone. Yeah, and then you just assign it to the contact. Oh, okay. Correct. That way. I thought he she did it himself. Shower. Oh, right. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. She was in there. Okay, my bad. I missed that. But like, I, I just, was just like, really? That's not real. <laughs> Clearly, you haven't planted photos on other people's phones. No, I'm so. not. A, we won't even get into it, but I like to put my phone like away when I get home. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the phone. I'm still confused about what his purpose is, though. Have Franks? you guys thought about it? 
like really thought about it. What is he there for? What is going, you know, when is he really going to come into play? Because for me, Frank has been an accessory so far to the storyline, but nothing, nothing prominent except the well, yeah, he played in the phone poorly um, and got caught pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's sort of just there. I, I agree. I mean, he does serve some purpose, but I think it's more of. You know, I don't think it's going to be as big of a role as we see Bonnie serving. Right. I could be wrong. Maybe something totally shakes out next week, and we're like, "Holy crap!" It like was he gets Laurel pregnant. I'm, I don't know. No. I, also, she's a dummy because, like, honestly, come on. She knows. I know that and she us has girls have a thing for boyfriend. bad boys, but I'm yeah. over. It. I'm over it. I just, yeah. I just am. I don't know. Like fans, let me know what you think. I, I could do without their scenes. I feel like it doesn't add much. The whole Frank and Laurel thing. Yet, although we see there's got to be something different because from the previous episodes, when we see the flashback, flash forward, flashback, flash forwards to the them taking the body to be burned, Frank calls her. So there has to be some reason why we see a call from Frank well, at that particular time. Well, what's going to happen is Frank is going to put the trophy back. Laurel asks him to do that one thing. You guys, do you guys? There you that? go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's his function, yeah. but it's just like. A so l- is he going to get caught planting the trophy back? I mean, there's got to be. I don't like, think she knows can't he's just an accessory. I really yeah, don't. Think I feel he like he that. can't just go in and put the trophy back, and then everything's fine, and he was just cool. Like something else got. Okay, happen. I do take back what I said. Obviously, he serves a purpose. I I was just forgetting that, but I mean. I still am like I'm searching for more. Like I get that he's the one that's going to plant the trophy back, but right, right. I mean, Bonnie. Yeah, happen? Bonnie had such a big role this episode. I can see where you'd want. And she's also been like lurking similar. and kind of weird. And we we figured Frank out pretty fast. So well, and also okay, let's let's move on to Bonnie. Um, or is there anything else you guys want well, to say? No, I mean, did we figure out Frank so fast? We we did not see this whole relationship thing that he was hiding. Like maybe there's more to Frank than just. Not planning for Was, was his girlfriend a former student? Like, we don't know. Exactly. Is he, uh, maybe? Yeah, but I don't think so because she wouldn't, like, if you were that quote unquote student of the month and then you became someone's girlfriend, would you, you wouldn't be like, yeah, I used to be that. You know what I mean? You would say, I feel, I feel like she's not a student of the month. I forget where, I I That was an amazing scene when they were (laughs) fooling around on the floor and she's like, "Mm, I thought it was Bonnie. I thought they were going to pan up and it was going to be Bonnie like, hey guys. We always think it's going to be Bonnie, (laughs) like just waiting there. Well, she's very, very sneaky. I feel like she just works everywhere. I want to just like make a bunch of memes with just like lurking Bonnie and all the photos. We should all just have little Bonnies. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so well cast though because even Annalise kind of has that line about how mousy she is and nails it. Like she is exactly. She's mousy. Listen, I have been watching Gilmore Girls on Netflix. Is she in that? Oh yeah, she plays Paris, who is probably one of the most obnoxious and amazing characters in the series. Complete opposite. Have no idea what she's been in since Gilmore Girls, like this time between, you know, Gilmore Girls and this show. But I I do think that she's a a great actress, and I really loved finding out things in this episode. Yeah, I think she's a great actress, so let's talk about that. We In the beginning of the episode as well, we go... 
to the scene that we end last episode with, with Bonnie telling yes. Annalise and Sam that she's pregnant. Then clearly Annalise puts Bonnie on the spot and makes Bonnie stay when she questions Sam and then asks Bonnie if she believes him when we find out she knew. God. It wasn't a question oh, of believe or what does your gut tell you? She for fact knew. And she oh. got the information right before Sam planted one on her and she did not push him away. She made out with Sam. Right. After knowing that, I know it's like how women out there, like that's the problem. Like some guy just told you he cheated on his wife and got someone else pregnant and lied to his wife about that and then tries to make out with you? Problem. Well, red flag. But that's another problem that I had Slide. this episode. Well, it didn't work, obviously, because she told him. Because he's dead. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't like that. I didn't like it either. I, didn't like I that. did like the scene of Bonnie telling her Annalise the truth. Yeah, yeah I mean probably. their scenes were crazy. I mean just real quick, but back to the scene with Sam Annalise. in the bedroom, yeah. the first one. Crazy. I mean it, I love how again the the whole team of this show is amazing. Like their Annalise's makeup was still on, but her hair was up, so it was kind of like an in between Right. Where she normally is. She was prepared in some ways, but also blindsided by others. I love to see sort of moments of Annalise where she's not, not knowing everything, not sort of planning ahead, not, you know, it's a chess game, I guess, but she doesn't have all the answers. And it's great to see these moments where she sort of struggles to figure out how to handle them. Right. She obviously comes out on top almost every time, but. But if it's if it's Bonnie's sole job to let her know about things before they they happen, then why did she hold this information back? Well, because Bonnie probably thought that the murder was going to get pinned on Griffin. Call it a day. I think she. I, I think she. And she thought that uh, Sam was at Yale or wherever he was supposed to be. Wait, okay. So when did the porch scene with Sam and Bonnie happen? Was that before the bedroom where she found out the, about no, the baby, or was that was after? way after? Okay, this, yeah, this was like the the next day, um, the next. Lila night. was still alive. Wait, what? Wait, what? For Bonnie? Wait, what scene are you talking? No, when when Bonnie and Sam were on the porch and he kissed her. Like, how far the timeline between that and her telling Annalise? Was was that not the same night? And then she went inside and told Annalise. I mean, Annalise had the same outfit on. I thought that was. I thought that happened in the same night. I thought that happened before, and we also want your opinions out there too because of the fact that she, Lila, came to the house and saw Bonnie. Yeah, but the porch scene where they were talking on the porch. You could hear yeah, the bonfire. Yeah, I mean, that was obviously way before. Right, but why did she wait so long? Could you? Yeah. Why did she wait so long to tell Sam that she knew the truth? Well, I don't think she figured it out until close to then. Like, I think she was sort of, like, that was weird. I don't well, think she figured it girl. out until she heard from the medical examiner that Lila was pregnant. And then she started to connect the dots because right. I do think she is an intelligent woman. But I also think, and listen, guys, tweet me right now at Jillian Leff if you think that I'm wrong. I love being called out. But I, I really think that it did happen in the same night. I think when she had the conversation with Sam on the porch and he kissed her, I think she then went inside and told Annalise, this is what happened. I need you to know. Because I'm pretty sure, like, I could be going nutty, but I really think that the bonfire was in the background when they were standing on the porch. I don't think it was quiet. 
So then if that's the truth, then she really didn't know when Sam and Annalise at the bedroom scene in the beginning of the show. She really didn't. When Annalise asked her, do you believe him? She didn't know the truth at that point in time. No, she knew what was up, but she didn't know how to connect the dots until she found out about the pregnancy. So, yeah, she did. I believe that she did lie in the presence of Annalise and Sam. I think that she did know that he had something to do with it. Well, I mean, she, there's a difference between suspicion and, and calling him out. Like, he right. totally knew that she had a baby. But is she really going to call him out in front of Annalise? No, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, she's mousy. But she... I think she, at the scene in the bedroom when Annalise asks her if she believes Sam, I believe she knew that Sam, that Lila was pregnant from Sam. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that definitely adds up, but I think she wouldn't have said anything until she knew more concrete evidence. There's a moment where the editing sort of flashes, like right before um, that porch scene, to some phone texts, like signed, like dash L, which obviously would refer to Lila. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to go back and see what those said if we, if we can't make it out. It was very quick, sort right. of flashing. Um, I think it was to, to show maybe Sam thinking back, like, oh, like the evidence tying him to knowing about them, the baby. Well, let's tie that in and segue into the text messages into Bonnie, I mean, Rebecca and Nate's relationship or w- what's happening there that clearly Nate is trying to have Rebecca and get some more information after Rebecca tells him that she was pregnant, Lila was pregnant, Nate tells her to get some DNA, and that whole thing circles back to, well, use this computer chip to get the text messages. So, yeah, I think we're onto something there, that there's going to be some text messages. There, there's going to be something that gives us more concrete evidence. Um, so there's something going on there. And then again, with Rebecca and Lila, we see them hanging out on the roof right near the water tank. So clearly that's some place where they would go together. Um... Yeah, which, so, is, which is weird to me that nobody else has been introduced on the rooftop. It's just been the two of them. Right. Also, why are two girls hanging out on the ledge of a roof? I'm just saying. Well, it's, it's like, the top, it's of, it's, well, it's the top of the sorority house. And we oh, learn that clearly Lila is part of the sorority right. and Rebecca is not. And it's a dy- uh, who knows the clear Secret dynamic friendship. of their friendship. Right. Yeah. I mean, clearly she's the drug dealer. But they're more than that. They're friends. So is Rebecca just really pissed that Lila's upset? I mean, I got to tell you, if we find out that Lila, like, killed herself, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, that's going to be... That's going to be a buzzkill. I'm going to be like... like, OD'd or something. Like, she took took the molly or whatever uh, Rebecca dropped off that night. Yeah, she just like slipped in the. I don't know. Water I will. I will be really upset if that the would... reveal is just going to be who killed Sam and that like oh Lila killed herself. Boop. Yeah. But somebody had to put right. Did she drown herself in the water tower? <laughs> like there's I would so many not things. Like that Guys, there are just this show. I swear. Yeah, there's so many theories. What else? Um, what else? Okay, let's talk about. Let's talk about Asher for a minute. Well, I mean, there's not much to talk well, no, I about. Mean, not I, yet. There, yeah. were, there were a lot of people that thought Bonnie was using Asher as an alibi and that right. she had something more malicious. And it was great to see that that's probably not true. Well, we I don't mean, know. We don't yeah, know. Again, oh, yeah, again, anything can happen, but it looks right. like that has been dispelled. Right. And we also see, going back to the whole Bonnie telling Annalise everything, we didn't get to the point that Annalise turns around and says, Bonnie, you're fired. Yeah. Oh, 
Man, which she drops a bomb. Which she tries to do the right thing and she gets fired. But clearly, we see that when Annalise figures out, who knows if she knows, who knows if she didn't. But when we see the, you know, the the coming attractions for the next week, that Annalise calls Bonnie. Mm-hmm. So even though she fires her, she's the first. They make yeah. it seem like she's the first call that Annalise makes. So is Bonnie and at that point? Him. Huh? Good looking. Yeah. Is Bonnie nice. at that point gonna be like, screw you, I don't want to get involved? Because she's with, like, how is she gonna react? Because we don't really see that full reaction because she's in bed with Asher. Right. I mean, so uh, there's a lot, there's a lot next week better <laughs> tie up a nice definitely, bow definitely. for us. I mean, to me, Bonnie would go back. Like, if Annalise was like, I'm sorry, I overreacted, please come back. Yeah. I, think I think so she too. Would. We think- also still don't know where Annalise went we do yes. we don't know when when sam is murdered where is she where did she Killing go him. she walked in the house and made a phone call and saw the rug was missing where is she like where did yeah, she go that. where did she storm off to we still don't know was she with nate we don't know we don't know i'm just saying maybe and we sure. also see at the at the end of the show um you know, uh, more of the Annalise-Sam relationship, we see that she, I believe, she's completely starting to take her own advice Mm -hmm. and become detached. Like, I feel like this case with Gretchen and her husband made her realize that she's never going to be able to trust Sam. She's never going to do this. So now the only thing, and we said this in the beginning, the only thing she really has is her career, and she doesn't want to lose the case, and she now is doing the things no matter who they affect like calling every male in Lila's life to give DNA is pretty that's a stretch and even you know teachers and oh, she, she knows she does not give a crap at this point because now she is subjecting herself right and then i feel like it's going to be a conflict of interest yeah and you know the only person we haven't really touched on a lot tonight was Wes and I think Wes is is he's got a key part in something. Yeah, he's I like doing. how he showed that he does know a little bit more. He's not yeah. just like a do good goody two shoes type character. Like he was lying to Annalise. He knew that. Like he's he is putting things together on his own and sort of trying to mastermind the situation, similar to what I expect Annalise does on a daily basis. Right. They got to be related. <laughs> She's not, on the sun I'm, theory I'm, I'm again. I'm still there related. Or it's it's somehow, I mean, is Annalise going to put, like, is it really Rebecca, but Annalise is going to try and get Wes to take the fall for it because of their relationship? Like, who knows? Like, I feel like there's some, Wes is getting played and manipulated, although he thinks he's ahead of the game. He thinks that Annalise set Nate up, but I don't think that Annalise knows that Nate is asking Rebecca to get hair samples and stuff, so I feel like he's not in as much as the know as he thinks he is. Now, I'd like to, since we did talk about everyone, yes, yes. I'd like to leave you all with one final thought, because all right. I had one thing that was a, a big question in my mind, right? The last thing I wrote down, how does the trophy end up back at Annalise's apartment? I thought you as the murder funny. weapon. Oh, uh, Michaela brings it. Michaela has it. But why is she going back to Annalise? Why is she going back to the apartment? Study group? Yeah, I think it's going to be something harmless like a study group. And it's that's why I feel like Rebecca might be the one that goes to grab for the trophy. Because none of the other law students would touch it. They would know right. not to do that. 
But the law students are meeting at Wes's apartment. Well, They're- they meet there, but then they... I mean, it's kind of in the ghetto, as they as Connor was clearly not down right. to study Or maybe they study something and they argue over a case answer, so they have to go to her house to research or to ask right. her Plus, what's happening. I think happening. Rebecca was blaring that music, too, so I don't know how much studying you could get done. Right. But clearly, I don't think Rebecca's in the house because no, the bounced. computer chip's gone. No, so yeah, she, no, she, she bounced. That's and probably, that, that's why, that's probably that's why. how they, went, they get yeah. there because Rebecca's going there, so they're going to go Ooh, there yes, to stop exactly. Rebecca for the chip. Exactly. Oh, yeah. All right. Nice. All right, guys, I think it's time for us to wrap. Okay, totally. what's your one, last? One go second, because I know that we learn who kills Sam next week. I just yes. want to say last prediction for this. Okay. What do you guys think? Who killed Sam? Oh, my God. I'll go first because I pulled it out. Um, I think it has to be everyone like involved in the car. I think they all an, can't kill him at well, the no, same no. time. I think they like he may have busted in. They were all at the house. They all did something to make them a part of the murder. Because See, otherwise, I think they he, would, the only way that that could play out is if he was hurting Annalise. If okay. they showed up, what do you think? I don't know why I want to say Michaela. I don't know why I want to say that. Okay. <laughs> but I kind of do. I think Cut that, him with the ring. I think that Rebecca shows up there to get the chip into his phone yes. or computer or whatever. And then I think Wes kills him. But why That's why would it, why would the other I crew uh, That is my prediction. All right, totally. all right you, can, you can have you're it. entitled to your incorrect but, prediction. But I mean, it's always the one you didn't think. True. Well, I don't think Wes he wants to do anything to protect that girl. We've seen that. So uh, that that's... Who knows? They said it's going to be the, the most shocking surprise. And I hope that my jaw's on the floor. I, I hope really so. hope that my jaw's on the floor, too. I hope we don't come in here next week and be like... Wah, wah. Maybe it was really? Annalise then. And she's know. like, and, I mean, you want I'm, a job? I'm protect like, me. Yeah, I'm looking Boom. forward to what it's going to be after after our little winter break, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, much it's going to be a come. different show, for sure. So much to come. We thank you guys for watching. We love your theories, comments, questions. Keep them coming. Um, let's tell the people where can the people find you guys. Totally. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JB underscore Zimmerman. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Leff. On Facebook at Jillian Left Official. And I also host American Horror Story on Wednesday nights. And you guys can find me at I am Steph Z with an F on Instagram and Twitter as well. Go to my things because there's a link on there. I'm running for this thing. I need your votes. Alright, thank you guys so much. <laughs> Bye-bye. I was like... <laughs> so specific. The thing with it. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Yeah. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.